<laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> what is that? No. Welcome. This is our Halloween episode, and all I could think of to be spooky was the scary Count Chocula laugh. <laughs> Are you a serial killer? Oh, yeah. we got the oh. jokes today. Yeah, maybe that was actually the Count from Sesame Street. Mm, well, well uh, uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. She's going to count down the seconds till you delete this <laughs> podcast. So this is Deconversion Therapy, the podcast. And this is Bonnie. That's Karen. It is. Boo. Here we are. Karen just put something really funny on TikTok. So if you guys don't know about the TikToks that she does, <laughs> this one was really funny. And one of her delivery lines uh, reminded me of somebody. I don't know who. What? What? You're giving the people nothing. I know. <laughs> Go That's, look at this. It's a tease. It, it's a tease. Oh, there's the tease. There's yeah. the tease. You're probably talking about the one. Okay. So last night I'm like, oh man, I should put a TikTok out, but I have no ideas. Let me look on eBay, put in the word Jesus, and, and wow, it's and just so go to quick, town. it's easy, <laughs> it's it's cheap shots, but I don't care. I enjoy it. It's like um, a TV dinner <laughs> to <laughs> go to eBay and put in like Jesus or um, classy. Classy with the eyeballs. <laughs> Get some every time. When you say with the eyeballs, you mean... <laughs> See, that's like a shorthand. I know what it means. But people will put look and like L, eyeball, eyeball, K. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's usually a dress that's a little bit too short for anybody over 23 to wear. You know what I feel bad for are the girls who are hot in churches who can't be slutty Halloween costumes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess... They could sort of be merry and have like a look of, you know, come hither to any of the Josephs out there. But then what if they get attracted to the Jesuses at the fall festivals? You mean they could be Mary Magdalene? They, there you go. It can be like, oh, are you Mary, mother of Jesus? For you, I'm Magdalene. <laughs> I'm Mary, whoever you want to be for the right price. Mother in the streets, Magdalene in the sheets. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's on my New T-shirt. T-shirt. <laughs> well, speaking of Halloween, Halloween's going to be the deadline that people can win a Celebrity Saints candle. We're going to give a few away from Illumin Idols. You can get whoever you want on it, whoever they have. Yeah. Um, and all you have to do is... Go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you have an Android, then one, throw it in the garbage by an Apple. Two, go to Podchaser. Is it Podchaser? I think so. And you can review there, but Apple is the best. And then send us a screenshot, deconversiontherapypodcast.com, to be entered into a drawing. Doesn't that sound professional? I might get out our old... (laughs) bingo set and yeah. where you have the little spin thing yep put names in there and now a word from our sponsor apple <laughs> right <laughs> and, 
as Karen is in the emergency room because her hand is stuck in a metal grate of a 1990s bingo ball cage. Because I told you about the time, yeah, I went to the ER because I had an umbrella cover stuck to my thumb. I told you about that. They had to cut it off because of the ring. Sorry, yes. Anywho... Boy, I really thought that story about something stuck somewhere was going to go south, so I'm relieved it didn't. Um, No, no, I'm very PG. By the Uh, way, the highlight of my week, in case anybody wanted to know, was Seth Meyers got his audience back, and his communication to the people at home was so hilarious. Like, we know you don't want this audience here was the (laughs) subtext of everything because everyone online is like, don't bring the audience back. Why? Yeah, because they're just, uh, it's funnier that way. And it makes you feel like you're more inside with the crew, like laughing at the inside jokes. But It's an intimacy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. um, but he still peppered it with, Inside jokes for the jackals, as he calls us. Um, I say us. Um, (laughs) Bonnie uh, loves to be part of a group. I love to be included. uh, From home, safely not really (laughs) interacting with anybody. (sighs) So, uh, Halloween's approaching. It is. Uh, And Bonnie and I are going to dress up like we do every year. This is our third Halloween episode, which is crazy, but in the other two, we talked about how, yeah, we used to go trick-or-treating when we were younger. Yeah. We used to wear those masks that were, you know, suctioned to your face and make your face sweat when you're three years old. Hold on. Don't. What? Even. Don't even include me in that. I never got a plastic face mask, and it's all I wanted. Well, that is because when I looked over the pictures again, you got to wear makeup. So fuck you. I didn't get to. Then my mother put on me. Here. (laughs) Here. Tart up your lips a little bit. (laughs) And if they don't give you enough, uh, what are the ones that we hated? Good and plenties. (laughs) Shake Uh your hips, Bonnie. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And then there was another time that you had you had two great outfits. You had the grapes, yeah, where you had all the little purple balloons all over you. They weren't balloons. Very cute. My mother sewed a whole bunch of tiny little purple, uh, I guess, things uh, like little. Uh, God, what would you call them? Balls, um, round balls, things. I, I guess. thought they were balloons. Okay, no, she sewed them all. I had to watch her sew them. I had to stay there and morally support her sewing all of them and mm-hmm. stuff them with the white stuff. And oh. then we had to sew them onto the costume. Asbestos? Asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was a labor of love on her part and a labor of love on my part because anytime anything had to be done that took time, I had to hang around and just be there. Yeah. 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 Cheer. Uh, and then you were a trash can. And I loved oh. that. Do so you have you had a picture the, of that? I don't know. That but was I mean, good. all of your ones. And so for people, my mother was an artist, not professionally, but she was just very artistic and our house was crazy and all the things that you would think when you get to know me. And 
our Halloween was not like Bonnie's. Ours was, I forgot about Halloween. Here, be a hobo again. (laughs) So I was like a hobo. One time I was a hillbilly. Yes, you heard that word right. And that is what it was called. And it was pretty much plaid stuff, pigtails, and a tooth blacked out. So enjoy that (laughs) as we get canceled. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The whole, uh, so everything that could be done last minute with the stuff we had. Around the house. Um, right, right. There might have been some kind of a, a decor item that she pulled out of a vase that looked like a piece of hay. That yeah, I think so too. On you. Right, right. That seems familiar. <laughs> um, but that's what my, those were the outfits I had at the beginning. It was all, um, here, be a Hawaiian girl with the beach cover up that we usually let you wear to go <laughs> swimming and a, and, and, a, and a flower in your ear. Here's a towel. Now <laughs> <Right>. go. <laughs> um, and then the first two years, it was like, what am I supposed to be, mom? Oh, I don't know. Like, okay. <laughs> That's great. But there was, um, but then in college, I think that was the last time we went out. We were Gilligan's Island. And, yeah, we rounded uh, up five other friends. Right. That was no it, small feat. It was a hodgepodge. Who knows where many of those people are today, but... Well, I can think of, I can think of one and his major drug problem. So um. there you go. <laughs> if you thought Mr. Howell looked, <laughs> looked a little uh, ramped up, you would be correct. So since then, my kids, of course, have done the whole trick-or-treat. And we have a notorious one where my youngest wanted to be the cowgirl thing and it was a great costume but we're super cheap and it's like that was 30 bucks and we discussed it (laughs) and what you do is you put it on over you and it's got the horse attached at your hips so it's really cute so we're like okay we'll get it for you put it on her she starts crying and wouldn't wear it So today, we still talk about, like, you wouldn't even wear the one we got you. Um, Wait, because she was how old? 18? Correct. No, she was probably, you know, four or five. Right. So you have no idea. There's no rationale behind, I don't want to wear this. Uh, And then it was just, you know, there was a lot. I think there was Hermione, you know. I can't even remember some of the things they were. Uh, and then as they got older, they sort of still do it. Mm-hmm. I do not know. I'm, yeah, I don't know. But when I was teaching at college once, there was this really sweet girl. Like, you have a classroom. You can read them like that. And there's the one, just the sweetest, quietest, very delicate girl that everyone even, you know, joked with because she was like that. So one day I see her in the library in a Halloween slut outfit. <laughs> and and she's like, hello. And I'm like, hey, how are you? You know, and I'm shocked. And she goes, do you think it's weird that I'm wearing this? I'm like, no, it's Halloween. Do what you want. And she said, my roommates bet me $30 I wouldn't wear it. Do you Aww. think that's okay? And I'm like, yeah, you just got $30. $30. <laughs> Now, I realize how that could have been a message that then put her on the road 
to sex work, which is a choice. But yes, as an adult, I said, it is fine for you to do what is against your beliefs, dress up like a <laughs> slut and get paid for it. Right. But um, hopefully, you know, she's fine now. Uh, it'd be fun to look her up. I can't remember. There's <laughs> so many <laughs> I cannot remember. There's so many I can't remember their names of. Yeah. I only keep in touch with like one for sure because Bonnie knows the whole story. Maybe I'll yeah. share it one day. There was a murder. That's mm-hmm. the end of it. Um, and I'm That's friends the with the <laughs> with one of the uh, the girls that was there. She's a little sweetheart. Um, and that's scary enough for Halloween. <laughs> but I wanted to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Before we start, we're going to read some letters, a few that people sent in about, you know, growing up in church and how they dealt with Halloween. So I had to read through a few letters. I skimmed them for the word Halloween. Mm-hmm. There was one that is not for Halloween, but I had read it anyway. And I don't know who this fucking person is, but let me say, I will haunt you till your last (laughs) breath. They said, I've always pictured, and this person said Bonnie, not Karen, but she meant Karen. Um, I always pictured her because of her voice that she looked like Lucille Bluth. So let me point out, (laughs) Lucille Bluth died of old age <laughs> and she didn't die of old age necessarily she just was older a, but a, a phenomenal lot. actress that is not the issue here obviously it is because so, she had hilarious comic timing but it is no it's my voice i told you i sound like an 80 year old cuz i have a weak voice and I feel very offended by this person. But, um, no, yeah, I'm sure she they said, were talking about your comic timing. Oh, no. And then she's like, and then I saw her on TikTok and I was shocked, she said. <laughs> shocked. I'll tell you what's shocking. So here's okay, the deal. Okay, so hold on. Who's listening to a podcast by an 80 year old? We're going to be doing it. We're going to be doing it till then. We already repeat ourselves anyway. So we'll be like (laughs) saying the same things. Um, But I do have a weak voice for different reasons. Anyway, I have been looking on YouTube like how to strengthen my voice. So I want all of you to listen to my voice now, which is always worse in the morning anyway, even though it's noon. Um, And you will see a difference. Let's see if you see a difference in a month, because I'm going to soon, three times a day, be blowing through a straw while humming, according Mm. to YouTube, and see if my voice (laughs) gets stronger. Ah, This is the YouTube channel that suggests fake things just to screw with people. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. They're like, put a little bleach (laughs) on the end of it. And then if you inhale some glue, <laughs> then it's going to, yeah. Mm. So let's talk about Halloween and Jesus. <laughs> mm. Well, let's do what everyone always does. Let's open it in prayer. Okay. I found 
something that I hadn't seen before called the pumpkin prayer. And it's everywhere. And you can download the PDFs and print them off and cut them up and then Mm -hmm. give them out at church. You know, put them uh, in your kids' diapers. Put them in the, the little, what, the... Why would you put them in your kids' diapers? I don't know because I'm trying to think of um, places the to bucket, put them? the pail, the the bucket that the, the, bucket. the kids come to the house. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to read it to you. It's too late by the time you put it in their bucket. True. But maybe you need to go yeah. slide it under a pumpkin in the Publix or the Kroger. Oh, um, there you and go. go. Oh, this will make everyone's life better. So read it. Tell them uh, what it is. Could you print right. it on cardstock, perhaps? No, you know they've got bright blue paper that they stole <laughs> from the church. Okay, so this is how you carve a pumpkin, I guess. And you say this and you do this while you're carving the pumpkin. It says, Dear God, as I carve my pumpkin, help me say this prayer. Open my mind so I can learn about you. That's when you cut the top of the pumpkin open. So you're doing this. It's like a a meditative situation. Take away all my sins and forgive me for the wrong things I do. That's when you clean out the inside. But Bonnie, you are correct. Mm -hmm. This is God help me clear out my brain material Mm -hmm. so I can fill it and it just all be an empty cavity. Okay, open my eyes so your love I will see. That's when you cut eyes, you stab it, and you shape them like hearts. Oh. I'm sorry for turning up my nose to all you've given me. That's when you cut a nose in the shape of the cross. That's a I'm reach. I'm not going to laugh. I, I know. Turning up my nose. I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Open my ears so your word I will hear. That's... Ready? That's when you cut ears shaped like like the Bible. So a rectangle. Say, I guess. <laughs> and I've never seen one with ears anyway. This is oh, okay. Okay. And then let your light shine in all I say and do. And that's when you place a candle. Oh and you missed the good one. It. Go back, you missed the good one. Oh shit. I was wondering. It says open my mouth so I can tell others you're near. And then it says, cut the mouth in the shape of a fish. (laughs) The Jesus fish, the ichthus. Can you, so really, it's just going to look like, you know, one of those games that you put all the shapes in. But my favorite part is in this little thing you can download, they have a regular cut jack-o'-lantern that doesn't look at all. (laughs) At all like what you're supposed to come up with. Because they know what they said is impossible (laughs) and looks ridiculous. And doesn't have ears. Yeah, 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 like a Bible. Is the Bible open? Do you put in the Pentateuch? Do no. you? Yeah, it's a rectangle. Um, let's let me just tell you that in theory, I like this. I don't like the content of it because I don't agree with. <laughs> I'm I, I'm trying to understand then which part you're gonna like. It's gonna uh, because because I think that it is so valuable in the different little ways that we're stuck in places in our lives to make things a meditation. 
And like, I've always loved the concept of, okay, as Baptists, we didn't fast, but I totally thought, oh, what a great idea. If you're Catholic and you're fasting, all of a sudden when you're hungry, you're like, boop, oh, that's when I'm supposed to think of God. Great. So I love when you can take one thing and turn it into another thing that benefits you. Like when I get stuck at the train tracks and the the train is a long time, I just stare at him and look and, Mm -hmm. and count and like make it a meditation. You know, when I'm on a long elevator ride, I look at the numbers, like make it a meditation. So all these little uh, chances. Anyway, so yeah, but that's, that's corny. just you being quiet though. And yes. I thought, yes. And I like quiet. I think that's a great idea. And that reminds me of the new makeup company we have talked about, at least on social media, where the woman is making makeup so that you are to meditate on God's word while you put it on. And so each one is like um, one for the Virgin Mary is a color palette. What? Yes. And there's three. I think it's Mary. It's not Jezebel. Um, I can't remember. But one is Rahab, which I love because (laughs) Rahab was a prostitute and it is bright red. And so, what? oh, the other's Ruth, I think. And I bet Ruth is for redheads. It always is. Anyway. um, Ruth Buzzy. Yeah. (laughs) So there is... Yeah, you're supposed to, like, think about that strong woman of the Bible while you put on that color palette. Hmm. And it shows this young woman, like, doing it and talking about the woman of God. And Rahab then has this hot red lipstick. (laughs) And I'm like, that's too on the nose. And then she blows a kiss at the end. And I'm like, are you pure? Why are you kidding? All right. So, yeah, great. Good for meditation. Well, I don't like the content, but I like the thing. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Oh, thanks. That's a sarcastic thing that she said to me because um, I don't feel heard in life. Okay, next. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. I'm holding space for you. Okay. (laughs) All the things I hate. I hate that. Um, So I found another little thing that people can print up. And when the cute little kids who are so excited about their evening go walking with their parents, you can just put this inside to show your Christian love. This is so sad. In a huge 138-point font, it says, (laughs) no candy here. And then smaller, as for me and my house, we will serve Yava. What is that, Yahweh? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Joshua 24, 15. And then it gives them an extra, like, lots to read for a toddler who just looks like a dinosaur. Um, Halloween is celebrated on October 31st because that is the day of the Celts, the people whose holiday, Salmon, the holiday Halloween originated from, whatever, believed that the boundaries from the dead and the undead was the thinnest. And when the spirits could come into the living world, to this day these beliefs are shared in practice by the occult. 
as believers in Christ, we're determined not to observe the day that would glorify death as Christ died so that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And then... Why don't you read the tagline? <laughs> Much love and blessings to you and your family. <laughs> oh, my God. Can't they just give nickels out? I oh love God. the ending. Right. Much love. Oh, my God. Hold on, though. Okay, so we're not going to observe a day that would glorify death. Okay, so <laughs> why do you have Christ, like, with his head slumped over on the cross with, like, the nails in his arms? Come on. <sighs> Everybody's just You're so not... full of it. Okay, sorry. Everyone is. Well, speaking of things that you can find online and print, uh, mm-hmm. let me share with you some of the things that I found. There seems to be a new thing this year, and I love how all you have to do is do a little research on Pinterest and see what Christian people are spewing out there for <laughs> sale, but now they're calling it Halloween. Oh, shit. As in, are you following Jesus? Oh, God. That's right. So it's fall, and there's a ween, <laughs> of course, Jesus. <laughs> and then, um, so on this one T-shirt, they they put Jesus in that font that's, like, clearly the evangelical font where it's all swirly. Right. And at first glance, you wouldn't see that it was Jesus. You'd have to really stare at somebody's chest. To figure Fun. out what they were talking about. Great. And you see Halloween with the hyphens, and you're like, oh, it's just saying Halloween. So, you know, somebody really has to stare at your boobs to figure um, out fun, what's fun. going on. Mm-hmm. But I did see um, other things printed up that uh, said, just Halloween Jesus. <laughs> this is ridiculous. And yep. it's always, you know, we have to copy something. Although God is supposedly the creator and, you know, the God of creativity, they're always taking something from the world. And then, yes, well, and that'll be, I'll address that later Mm. when it's time. But here I will give you a couple other things that I found. Um, As a a follow-up to the prayer for the carving of the pumpkin, there's the candy corn gospel. Have we touched on this before? Yes. We need to go over it again now. Okay. Orange reminds us of all the pumpkins we see this time of year. Every pumpkin we see is filled with gunk that has to be cleaned out before it can have a light placed inside it. It's the same way with our hearts. When we ask Jesus to be our savior, he cleans out the gunk we call sin from our hearts. Romans 3.23. White reminds us that Jesus can make our hearts white and clean. White is at the top of the candy corn, pointing us to God and reminding us that no matter how many mistakes we've made, if we ask Jesus to be our Savior, he will wash our sins away and give us a new life with him that will never end. Acts 2.21. Yellow reminds us of the streets of gold in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) And the eternal life that God has promised to everyone who believes in Jesus. John 3.16. Or... Is it the Wizard of Oz? Anyway. Exactly. And what if we all got to heaven and it's that color yellow and you step on it and it's candy corns because we already covered Cat Care, 
who told us about what heaven is. Go back, listen to those episodes. It is insane. And uh, she says that there is a candy land there. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was Jell-O land, which I love that God, (laughs) since the beginning of time, had a Jell-O land that wasn't invented until the 60s, and he co-ops the brand name. So. Awesome. Yeah, and and it wasn't invented till they figured out let's grind down horse hooves to make <laughs> things gelatinous and sticky. Uh, oh my gosh! Well, first of all, more important than anything, I personally think candy corn is the most disgusting candy. It is, and if you're gonna do anything, it's so fun to break though to make the colors. Yeah, like I'll eat the white part. Yeah, the white and you part just, for some reason tastes a little different. You just break it off like a fingernail. Yeah. And it's, it's very fun. Another activity that I saw advertised was an escape room. So if you mm-hmm. don't know what an escape room is, because I've only seen it on TV, it's when you get locked in some room and you have to go from clue to clue and figure out the answers, and then you get to be let out, right? If you get enough uh, answers yeah. right. Have you done it? I've done it. it. Yeah, I I've done it once and it was a blast. Yeah, uh, but I was scared because I am a little bit claustrophobic. Yeah. So what you are describing is you get locked in a room, a big room that you've paid for them to do. <laughs> right? So that that is a strange concept, but but it's a big room, right? No, it, it some of them aren't, and some of them are like pitch black and. It's weird. It's weird. Uh-huh. But um, it is really fun, I will say. Well, this one doesn't sound fun because this <laughs> one is called The Parables of Jesus Escape Room. Oh, man. And that says- one is a blast. <laughs> laugh to laugh to laugh. Yeah. Okay. New escape room game promises to fill your home, class, or gathering with fun, excitement, good-natured competition, and lots and lots of smiles. Wait, wait. Yeah? So it's like a kit, and you you're, you turn your house into the escape room? I think it's something like that. You um, lock people in your house. Why not? This is going to be... <laughs> that just sounds like Sunday school. Just um, 199... Oops, <laughs> just 1911 call. So and, listen to the little yeah. tiny tiny font below that. Everybody loves to crack a code. Our new escape room activity gives players the chance to hone their problem-solving skills while discovering more about the parables of Jesus. I would never get out of that escape room. (laughs) My Jesus knowledge is so feeble. I, I would think I would, but at the same time, I, that, it sounds horrible. It sounds boring. And for some reason, yeah. it smells like fish. Like that's... <laughs> like an ichthus? <laughs> like an ichthus, like the, the loaves and fishes. Oh. Um, fishers of men. I, I don't know. The, it, yeah. Fishers just, of men. It's amazing. Again, like where is the, quote, world, the secular people who are like, you know what? Christians started this. Let's co-op that. Yeah. Because it's always the other way around. Yeah. And it's always poorly done. And I'm talking to you, Christian rockers. So, (laughs) And we're talking to you 
creators of Jesus Ween. That's right. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Talk about what everyone wants to always talk about. Jesus Ween. Which, I mean, didn't God create Jesus's Ween? You know what I'm saying? There's no apostrophe in Jesus Ween. <laughs> That's what we should do. We should just find all the Jesus Ween stuff and put in apostrophe. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So you want to tell them uh, a couple years ago, Karen introduced me to Jesus Ween, which was the alt alt celebration that somebody made up, some Canadian. And now it's obviously a porn site somewhere. But (laughs) Jesus Ween, when we were looking at it, (laughs) looking at it three years ago. And and you know what? I think we'll get into it, but I wonder if what we did about it made them rethink everything. That's what I think. Because they had been the same for years and years and years. But since our (laughs) podcast episode came out about it, things have changed. It it was just some rickety old website that was like a one-page Right. And <laughs> with typewriter font. Right. As everything. And it it had nothing updated. And it was like, well, this started in, you know, I think the 80s. And it 2002. was 2002. Oh, shit. Okay. This started in the new millennia. Mm. And it was some guy up in Kanata. And he was like, you know what, we need to change everything and be, you know, offer something more hopeful to people. And okay, it was all wait. over the news. Uh, but yeah. Wasn't the creator a pastor who was also a realtor? Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Oh my God. And every open house was an escape game. <laughs> Tell me two parables before you get to leave. But, yeah, I, I just remember it just, you know, having, like, petered out. No one was doing it. No one knew really petered. what it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can just fling these jokes around. Fling. Oh, I don't know if that makes any sense. But that's it. But let's talk about... Sorry. Once Bonnie recovers, <laughs> let's talk about how then we looked it up recently because we're like, okay, we're going to do this episode. Uh, I forget a little bit about Jesus Ween. Let's see what it is. And I can't even remember what the original concept was. It was it, just it, an alternative to to Halloween where you throw Jesus tracts at people, wasn't it? Or was it a gathering where you, like, did, you know, let's bob for apples, uh, you know, from Garden of Eden, where should they, I, like, switched should everything I look it up? up? Should I look it up? Okay. <laughs> so we sound smart. <laughs> I guess so. Oh, yeah, it was, a, it was an opportunity to hand out Bibles or kid-themed Christian literature to the kids. Okay, and it was like, they, yeah, they'd come to your door and you'd do that. And that's all it was, but it's morphed. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Bonnie looked it up. <laughs> yep. And uh, it, it, all it was is exactly what we said. People 
come to the door, they're all excited, and you give them a fucking boring <laughs> piece of literature that says, no candy here, or whatever, and a Bible. Literature. Um, so that's exciting. But <laughs> that's they they did put their whole logo and everything on the back of a bus, and that's what gets mm. circulated. Every year see. somebody hauls this up. Yeah, and yeah, like... Look at this, ha ha. And we want to say, yeah, well, um, we know all about Jesus's pain. Ween. <laughs> well, Karen said that now that TikTok is a thing, it's starting to circulate on TikTok. So I just love that every year or two, we're going to get a new platform and then somebody's going to go, oh, we got to bring Jesus Ween into the picture. <laughs> yep. And I mean, it the sad issue is that the person who did this didn't put this together, didn't understand that Halloween works because we don't know anyone named Hollow. But (laughs) Jesus Ween does not. And is that being naive and innocent? Or I... Well, (laughs) okay, so every year on Twitter... I don't know, Instagram, what have you, and all of these articles that appear on different platforms, there will be a picture of the back of a bus, a public bus, and it says, should Jesus ween replace Halloween? And then in a bigger font, blue, it says Jesus, capital W, says ween. So (laughs) this is what they keep circulating. And of course, this year, it made it to Twitter again, and somebody says, "Uh, I beg your pardon? And um, then another guy says uh, in reply, why, yes, I have accepted Ween as my Lord and Savior. (laughs) And, of course, there's a nice reference to the band called Ween. But I love what it says uh, from some website that I can't remember because I closed my my, um, browser. It says, despite already having Christmas and Easter, two of the biggest holidays around the world, some Christians don't think that's enough. Never big on sharing with non-Christian groups. They've occasionally tried to either co-opt Halloween or destroy it altogether. God forbid anything happen on this planet that doesn't revolve around their Bible. Yeah! Get them, Sue. That's what I was trying to say the other day on TikTok about all the Christians saying, oh, we're always persecuted here in the States. Yeah. I live in one of 12 states that recognizes Good Friday as a holiday. Yeah. So, (laughs) I, I mean, Connecticut does too. So here we are raising kids that aren't religious. Yeah. They get to choose And they're like, why do we get this day off? Okay, let me tell you why this religion (laughs) is no more valid than others. Well, they are not going to get that because they get a day off, and that validates that religion. Okay, don't get me started. I am. You are started, and I was started the other day. Like, can you believe this? This book is still ruling their lives. The Bible, unread book. (laughs) <laughs> by them also part is it. ruling this yeah exactly mm-hmm. all right so more jesus ween so we looked it up lately and jesus ween has rebranded itself the website looks a lot better although all of the little video clips they have are ancient 
But now it makes very clear, you know, got that W all capitalized. And their tagline is now a day for everyone to hear and believe the Gospels. And now they're saying Jesus Ween, a.k.a. World Evangelism Day. Mm -hmm. So I guess now they're trying to say Halloween Mm -hmm. is World Evangelism Day. And it says it's a global Christian gift-giving festival. And a movement. But now in the about (laughs) section, it says that they're focused on helping people live, you know, better through Jesus Christ, blah, 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 blah. And that it was a God-given vision. Um, Yeah, they also only give clips that talk about them in a nice way. They don't mention Jimmy Kimmel's. (laughs) (laughs) take on Jesus ween. (laughs) But now they also bring out saying the dictionary meaning of ween is to believe and think. (laughs) So now they're really trying to be like, guess what? Ween doesn't mean what you think it means. And we want you to know that. And now it's also a day of evangelizing. But there is a hilarious clip where it's showing people going door to door. So no longer do you just sit there and you, give out Bibles. You've it got is a showing, reverse trick or treat. You're going to people's houses and handing them Bibles. I mean, what they're doing is they're saying, guess what? This is the night everyone's going to open their fucking door. And we are going to totally use that and give them this doorstop. I'm going to stick my foot right in the door that you opened. (laughs) Now, there was something about, like, apparently they were supposed to wear white tops. Oh, yeah, you're supposed to wear all white, you know, not cult-like at all. Um, but there's a Q&A now on their website that says, I want to participate in this initiative. Do I have to wear a white top on October 31st? They said no. It was just a suggestion. <laughs> and people are like, where do we get the Bibles? And it's like, you can click on the menu titled Bibles Under $2. And then it'll bring you up to a bunch of different things. Oh, and one of the questions in the fact thing was, could you have chosen any other day but October 31st? And the response is, there's no better day because it presents us with a very unique opportunity to go door to door. And I, again, that's and just And to reference so, to Jesus's ween. I know. <laughs> so Christians trying to give their take on Halloween is nothing new and... Of course, I looked back on what did Pat Robertson say? And by the way, he is retiring. It's so, so sad. Um, And he was like, you know, that's the day when millions of children and adults will be dressing up as devils, witches, and goblins to celebrate Satan. To celebrate Satan. Um, Or nurses in short skirts. Yeah. To celebrate Satan. I mean, when you were... Uh, a blob of grapes. <laughs> That's <You> right. <laughs> oh, That's and the just, devil fruit. I just remembered something about the grape cont- contest. I just remembered something about my grape costume. There was one right here that Velcroed on and off. So I could That's pick right. One. So you could pick it. It was so great. <laughs> yeah, my mom was clever. Well, I could erase my hillbilly freckle 
by just <gasps> smearing it with my finger. <laughs> that is clever. So on the Christian Broadcasting Network's website that has different writers, there's one writer, Kimberly Daniels, that says demons sneak in two bags of candy, Halloween candy at the grocery store. Only into candy corn. (laughs) For sure. And bit of honeys. Um, And then its quote says, most of the candy sold during the season has been dedicated and prayed over by witches. I don't buy candy during... (laughs) (laughs) I don't buy candy during the Halloween season. Curses are sent through the tricks and treats of the innocent, whether they get it by going door to door or by purchasing the candy from the grocery store. Because demons cannot tell the difference. <laughs> like all the ways they've thought about this, just spent so much time on figuring it out. Okay, so if you get the candy half priced on November 1, are the demons gone? <laughs> you just get a tiny, a tiny demon, a beginner demon. A baby demon. <laughs> so we're going to end this on two letters sent in to us from listeners and their Halloween experiences. These are blind reads, everyone. Blind reads. Do you want to do the first or the second? Sure, I'll do the first one. Do it. Okay. Dear guys, Bonnie is amazing. <laughs> These are blind <laughs> reads. <laughs> okay. Um, my story. When I was growing up, my parents wouldn't let us celebrate Halloween. Here we go. We were told that it was the devil's holiday and that the spirits and demons were out that night. Also, that children trick-or-treating were evil and worshipped the devil. (laughs) All right. Oh, this is so sad. We had to watch a movie that explained the horrors of Halloween. Um, Isn't that called Halloween? (laughs) God. All I remember was a fairy circle. On Halloween, we had to sit in the dark. No TV, no lights, nothing to do but read by a flashlight or candle. That's creepy enough. Oh. Yeah, is that because they had no electricity or they don't want trick-or-treaters knocking? Oh, oh. well, let's what? find out. Maybe there's more in the letter. Um, okay. Oh, and we couldn't go to school on Halloween because we weren't allowed to celebrate any part of it. Oh. Like learning. Right. Um, I couldn't even write about pumpkins. Well... That will change when pumpkin spice latte comes out. Changes all of our lives. Um, Later in 2000, and I was in college, they had a change of heart and let my siblings go to the local church harvest festival. My dad stayed home to protect the house from (laughs) trick-or-treaters. He was praying a hedge of protection. (laughs) Yeah, because you're giving out tracts. That's why they're protecting it from... Uh, trick-or-treaters. My siblings got to go door-to-door in the church. Oh. What? Just a whole way. You know right. that they were like, let's decorate all of these with candy corns. Oh, they got candy and played games. The first time I went trick-or-treating, I was in college. <laughs> <laughs> and so scandalous. I went to one house and they told me I was too old and to go home. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was raised in a fundamentalist household. Oh, here, honey. Here, have honey. Some, have some beans. Have some, yeah. Have some rolled up nickels and foil. Um, fast forward to now, we go all out on Halloween. My parents avoid our house. <laughs> That's Let's awesome. Skip. And that was Teresa's. That's cute. And that your parents still avoid it. Oh my God. How old do you have to be before the stick comes out of your ass? I'm sorry, <laughs> Teresa. That wasn't you specific. <sighs> and this Halloween, she's dressing as a stick. Um, <laughs> this one is from Jean Manuel. I guess that's it. I would say one Manuel, but it's Jean. <laughs> Or it's Jean Manuel. So, okay, so this one is Jean Manuel. Uh, Back in 1988, I was a senior in high school, and I was already planning my escape from my parents' cult, which was Jehovah's Witnesses. I was waiting until I graduated, though. And for those who don't know, Jehovah's Witnesses can't celebrate any day above the other, so they can't do birthdays, nothing. Um, Which was always fun, because... My oldest daughter in school, when she was in elementary, one of her best friends was a Jehovah's Witness. So on any special day, the girl got to stay home. And anytime we had to cut out things, mm-hmm. we just like had to make hers like an apple. So like if we're doing <laughs> like, Santa's, right. she got an apple. If we're doing anything, um, Christmas trees, she yeah. didn't, none of that. Anyway, so... Uh, Then this person writes, I was waiting until I graduated. I decided to sneak out one Friday night and attend one of my high school dances. It was the Halloween dance. Mm -hmm. I didn't dress up, but I was wearing all black because that was my uniform back then. So, you (laughs) know. My friend Not your Nancy, school uniform either. <laughs> my friend Nancy came to pick me up, and she decided to dress as a nun. All right, now wow. we are getting into scandalous territory. I didn't think much of it other than I thought it was funny because she was a smoking nun with a cigarette dangling <laughs> from her mouth. We couldn't find parking near the school, so we parked about five <laughs> blocks away. When we made the first turn toward school, I walked straight into one of the elders of our congregation <gasps> and his wife. They stood there looking oh. at me and the nun. Oh. Me, dressed in a black suit, looking very much like a priest. <laughs> I stammered, hello. And he just nodded at me and gave my nun friend the nastiest of looks. My nun By time, friend. <laughs> by the time I got home that night, he was all he had already called my mother, who was waiting for me in my room, tears in her eyes because oh. my quote privileges had been suspended. I would no longer privileges. be able to <laughs> And here are the privileges. privileges I would no longer be able to read from the Bible at church or answer (laughs) questions on Sundays when they studied the watchtower. Oh, no. (laughs) My mother was embarrassed and devastated by my behavior. I, on the other hand, was secretly thrilled. That incident was the start of my coming out as an atheist. Just three months later, I stopped going to all the services and officially left the cult. Wow. So, Halloween, 
saved you. <laughs> wow. That's the end of that. That's awesome. It is oh awesome. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Lord oh. have mercy. Well, the privileges were revoked. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I hope you all slutted up on Halloween. Don't forget to review us. Send it in. Win yeah. a saint's candle of whoever you choose. So, yeah, it's a great excuse to have a pop culture figure of your choice on a decorative candle in your house. I mean, I mean, most of us are grown up and probably don't have posters of people up anymore. So it sends a message. Someone walks into your house. They see that candle. Oh, what we should do is we should all get saints candles and put them out next Halloween. And then people like, oh, this is a holy house. But oh. then they see like Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that ain't no sink candle. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good uh, holiday, and uh, we'll see you next week. Happy before... ween. <laughs> Keep your ween in. <laughs> <laughs>